Honestly, one of the greatest battles of my adult life has been trying to find the time and motivation for cooking, and that's why I'm so obsessed with Factor Meals. It's a meal kit where all the work is done for you, and they're offering my listeners 50% off with code HAPPIEST50. Factor delivers delicious, ready-to-eat meals that are fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved and my favorite part is that they're ready to go in just two minutes, which is a total godsend on a busy day. You know I'm a big believer in making our lives as easy as possible in sobriety and focusing on self-care. Having Factor Meals in my fridge has been such a great way for me to take care of myself. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed, so it makes dinner time so easy, and they're genuinely so delicious you will not be disappointed. It's also totally flexible for your schedule. You can choose your meals each week, get as much or as little as you need, and pause or reschedule delivery anytime. Head to factormeals.com slash happiest50 and use code happiest50 to get 50% off. That's code happiest50 at factormeals.com slash happiest50 to get 50% off. everyone I hope that you're all having an amazing week an amazing start to your week I am in a great mood today because summer has basically arrived this episode is coming out the day before the official first day of summer Um, so I thought I would chat about that today because as much as I love summer I am a thousand percent a summer girl I curse the fact that I wasn't born into a hot climate (laughs) on the reg Um, but I love summer but also I know that summer is a very triggering time for sobriety Um, and I absolutely experienced that Uh, this summer will be my third sober summer and it's the first time where I haven't felt triggered when the warm weather kind of rolled around. Um, I cannot say the same for my first and even my second sober summer. So I wanted to kind of just come on and give you all a little kind of pep talk um, for getting through the summer sober. I wanted to start off with a little story from my weekend because it's pretty relevant. Um, I did a post about it as well, so you may have seen that if you follow me on Instagram. Um, but I went this weekend to a country music concert. And <laughs> I went through my country music phase when I was kind of like 19, 20, like into like my early 20s um, very much in my drinking party days and I loved country music then and I I didn't stop loving it I just don't really listen to it that often anymore but um, I saw my sister and I saw that Luke Bryan was coming to play a show here in Toronto and we I, I still love Luke Bryan um, so we got tickets to go and I hadn't really listened to him in a while And when we were on our way there, we played a bunch of his songs in the car. And I realized (laughs) that I totally forgot just how much country music completely centers around alcohol. Um, And it honestly brought up a lot for me that I was not expecting. Like on the ride there, it started it, it was definitely making me kind of romanticize drinking a little bit and it also just brought up like a lot of memories and nostalgia for a very specific time in my life like for my kind of earlier party days which obviously if we're gonna romanticize drinking then we usually romanticize those earlier days of drinking um at least speaking from my experience because um 
because it just kind of kept getting worse. So whenever I kind of have moments of romanticizing drinking, it's usually kind of like around those days, those earlier days. Um, So yeah, it kind of brought up a lot of feelings for me that I wasn't expecting and that kind of like caught me off guard. Um, But I just know by now that like sometimes those feelings are going to come up and we just kind of have to let ourselves sit with them. And I messaged my mom and (laughs) was kind of like, oh my God, this just came up. It made me feel kind of sad. It made me miss drinking a little bit. Um, And she was like, go read your post that you posted yesterday because I had just posted on Instagram this sort of like collage of um, a bunch of texts I'd sent the day after drinking when I was feeling really anxious being like oh my god I made an ass of myself did I do anything embarrassing I'm so anxious Um, all that kind of stuff so um, yeah I had I had a little bit of a wobbly moment not wobbly in that I was I tempted to drink I just was having a little bit of a moment of missing it Um, and when we were walking into the concert venue there was an extremely drunk woman in front of us walking in through security and seeing that it honestly just kind of like immediately snapped me out of it it was just a perfect reminder of like oh my god I I don't want to be that person um at all and but it was just like oh my gosh it was the craziest experience when we walked into the concert the opening act was performing and he was like are we drinking already Toronto who here is drinking and everyone cheered and then he's introducing the next song and he's like who here likes tequila and everyone cheered and just the whole concert was like I forgot first of all I know that drinking comes up a lot in country music it comes up a lot in music in general because it comes up everywhere in general but um there were so many songs where the whole song though was just getting drunk like I've got a beer in my hand and margaritas and this and that. And he was <laughs> bringing beers and margaritas on stage and handing them out to people in the crowd. Like it was a really, really wild experience to watch it through sober eyes. And I still like country music, but I struggled to get into the songs that were literally only about drinking. It's not like a storyline where drinking is included, but like the whole story is drinking. Um, so yeah, it was it was an interesting experience, but I, I had a lot of fun overall um, when he did play those like throwback songs that I used to love. And then when we were leaving, it was just a really drunk crowd. And it was just, I was like, I'm really grateful that I'm sober. I'm grateful that I remember the concert. I talk about this all the time, but sober concerts are my favorite thing ever. Um, but I think I wanted to share this because I feel like country music in general is like it makes you think of like summer and drinking in the summer. At least for me, I used to not listen to it as much in the winter time because for me it was very much about like drinking, being in the sun, getting a tan, having drinks, like all that kind of stuff. And then the next like I got to drive home sober after it and I got to wake up the next morning and this weekend really was like we had beautiful weather it felt like sort of the official kickoff to summer this weekend and then in the morning I got to sit outside in the backyard and have a coffee and hear the birds chirping and just like no anxiety total peace of mind all my memories of the night even though there had been like a challenging moment um and it's just a perfect little reminder of like that's why we just hang in there through any discomfort that comes up is because it always pays off. I always feel so good after. I'm always glad. 
I'm always grateful to be sober. Um, and that's really how it goes with anything that's challenging, um, which includes sober summers. So that being said, I got sober November 2020. So I got sober in, in the wintertime. And I remember when the warm weather rolled around for the first time the following summer, I was so caught off guard for how triggering that was for me. I did not anticipate how much weather could be a trigger. Um, it, it really surprised me. So I remember like when we started to get nice weather, suddenly I was imagining having drinks on my front porch, especially because the previous summer had been summer 2020. It was leading into when I got sober, but it was the pandemic. We were locked down for a lot of it. I was drinking most days and I would like sit on my front porch after work with wine. Um, and so... I was really like when the warm weather came, all I could think about was having a glass of wine on the front porch or in the backyard or sitting on a patio and having drinks or having day drinks by my parents' pool, which I loved doing. Um, It really, really brought up a lot. And I remember as well, even in my second sober summer, when the warm weather came, I remember like going to hang out with my sisters and we were having drinks on their balcony, which obviously wasn't wasn't alcoholic drinks for me, but I I literally thought of having a wine on their balcony and like started salivating over it. Like even in my second summer, like when the warm weather came, I was like, oh my gosh, this really brings up a lot. Um, and there were a few times where... I was at my parents' house hanging out by the pool um, and having people there drinking and I had to go inside and like cry because I was having such a hard time with not being able to drink out in the sun, with not being like a part of that. Like I loved day drinking. Um, It was really, really challenging. But what I have learned by now in my sobriety and something that I think is really helpful to come back to especially if it's something new if it's something you haven't done sober yet is that you genuinely never know how great something can be sober until you just let yourself do it and that was exactly the experience I had with Not only with my first sober summer, but with everything that happens, all the different kind of like events, experiences that happen in the summertime. For instance, when I first got sober, I remember saying to my mom, how am I ever going to go like sit on a patio in the summertime and not drink and I remember my mom saying Maddie you're gonna love it so much you're gonna love like you're just gonna love being in that environment and people watching like it's so much fun and like I genuinely just thought that was such a load of BS because for me what made going out fun and what made like sitting on a patio in the summertime fun was that I was having drinks while I was doing it and I remember very well my first ever time going to a patio sober and I was about like seven months I think because of um, how that timing worked out and I had so much fun and what happened was I did feel like totally just high off the vibe around me and I remember driving home that night which like driving myself home sober is always just 
my favorite thing but I remember driving myself home and thinking to myself like looking at the time and being like if I had been drinking tonight this would have been the time right now where I would have been like way too drunk and it would have stopped being fun and instead I get to get myself home safely like I always think too when you drive yourself home it's like such a moment to feel that gratitude even just for like because for me when I'm driving myself home sober I can appreciate like wow I'm in full control right now like I can drive myself I'm in full control I'm clear-headed and it's such a good feeling so I remember having that little moment on my drive home the first time I ever went out sober in the summer to like hit up a patio and then going home and being able to get ready for bed wake up feeling good the next day like it really was I was like oh my god my mom was right it was it's just like you just get this natural high from just living life and having fun and it's such a good feeling to feel that way and to know that none of those feelings were coming from alcohol and then same thing goes for I really struggled to like hang out by the pool in the summer for the first while And now I think it's so, so fun. I love it. And the thing is, is that if I had given in to those feelings that told me I can't have fun on a patio, if I had just believed that thought and let myself drink, I wouldn't have gotten to see how much fun it could be. And same thing goes for so many other, I mean, summer in general, but even, you know, I think back to going inside to like cry um, because I was struggling with not being able to day drink with others by the pool and now I love like this weekend was the first kind of pool like it was the first time I got to hang out by the pool um, in the nice weather and drinking just really didn't cross my mind and I enjoyed myself so much and it was so fun it was so exciting to get to have like the first kind of kickoff of summer and if I had that day when I went inside to cry because I was feeling so sad and left out and I was grieving the days of drinking by the pool if I had said okay screw this this is too hard it's obviously this is evidence that it's not fun without drinking because I'm not having fun if I had let myself do that I wouldn't have gotten to get to this side where I got to discover no it actually is really fun there's just an adjustment period And so that's really the thing, especially if you're listening right now and it's your first ever sober summer. That's the thing about our first year of sobriety or any sort of just first is that you don't have a reference point yet. So when the warm weather comes, it's triggering because any memory of summers in probably like your adult life are all connected to alcohol. You feel the warm weather and it brings up all these memories of, you know, having drinks outside, day drinking, sitting on a patio, you know, whatever it is that you're doing um, because you haven't experienced summers without it yet since you quit drinking. And so it's completely normal and completely okay that feeling like the, the hot weather and like the first taste of summer feels that way because you just don't have anything to go off of yet. And so even if this feels hard, what's happening is that you're doing it for the first time. There might be some hard moments. There might be some challenges, but you're proving to yourself that you can do it. And then you're going to make a whole lot of really amazing memories. And then when your next sober summer rolls around, now you have a reference point. Now you have an experience to go off of. Now you can say like, okay, well, now I know from experience that sober summers are really fun. You just don't know that yet if it's your first one. 
So if the warm weather is making you feel like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like it's, it's not going to be fun. It's just because you don't have that experience yet. But it doesn't mean you can't do it. And you can draw. I'm, if you're listening to this and you've already started your sober journey, then I'm willing to bet that you've had at least one experience by now where you've thought to yourself oh my god there's no way I can do this without drinking and then you've done it and that's the cool thing about sobriety is getting to like continually prove yourself wrong but in the best way and summer's an opportunity to do that and the great thing like one of the best things about sobriety is that we get to actually like wake up and seize the day and you know spend our day however we want to because we're not hungover like that's such a gift of sobriety is just all the time that we get back and I cannot think of a better time to take full advantage of that than in the summer like it's really ironic now looking back that I had so much FOMO about doing summers sober because like I've talked about this before but drinking makes us miss out on a lot of things like whether that's because we're drunk and we're not actually fully present for a moment and we're maybe going to forget it or if it's because we waste an entire day hungover and feeling like shit it makes us miss a lot and like why would I want to inflict that on myself at the nicest time of year, I mean, that's my opinion anyway, I love summer, but like the where it's like beautiful outside and warm and sunny and I could go seize a day, I could go to the beach, I could go take a nice walk, I could go do whatever I want. Like that's the best time to not have a hangover. And I think that that's a really, really, really important reframe is that even though the warm weather can feel really challenging, it can make us kind of romanticize the idea of drinking outside in the sun is that to really flip that and think like if I love this season, if I love this weather, if it's so nice to be outside, I cannot think of a better time of year to stay sober so that I can actually like live it to the fullest and go do so many things and go have fun and not waste a single second of it hungover in bed and it's so funny because now like when I look back at summertime when I was still a drinker like if you had asked me (laughs) summer like any summer prior to 2021 what did you do for fun this summer like the real honest answer that would have come to my head would have been drinking. Like, yes, I drank while I did things. I would drink by the pool or I would, you know, go sit on a patio and drink. But like I didn't even do as many fun things when I was a drinker as I do now because being sober has made me care about finding other fun things to do. When I was a drinker, all of my fun came from alcohol. So I didn't need to do that much. I would be like, what are we, where are we drinking? To, where are we drinking tonight? Where are we going out? Like that was the number one priority. Whereas now, like there's no arguing that my summers are more fun now. Like I think of all the ways that I fill up my time in the summer now where it's like I get outside so much more other than just to like sit outside with a wine. I love going on a nice long walk I didn't go on that many walks when I drank I love going on a nice walk I love walking down by the water I love walking to a coffee shop or like going to get a spontaneous ice cream I love late night drives I love going especially in the summer like windows undone driving around at night blasting music I couldn't do that when I was drunk um I love going on road trips I love like being able to soak in like all the pretty skies like the sunrise and the sunset 
I would have been hungover for the sunrise, probably drunk at sunset um, in my drinking days. I think of like even going, oh my God, I go to so many outdoor concerts in the summer. It's my favorite thing. That's where the Luke Bryan concert was, is like my favorite outdoor venue. I go on... I've gone on the back of my stepdad's motorcycle to go on motorcycle rides with him, which I never cared to do in my drinking days. I just say yes to more things. And I think of even going like on road trips, like last summer, we did this uh, weekend getaway to Quebec to stay with um, some family friends. And I felt a little bit nervous beforehand because I knew there were some like kind of potential triggers going into it. I had so much fun. Like I actually loved it I just drank like alcohol-free wine in the evenings I loved being on the water I loved getting to wake up and appreciate the lake like I had the best best time and it's like I've said when I've talked about sober traveling but I think it applies very well to summers is that I used to rush through everything because in my head the fun started when the drinking started And looking at summers, it was kind of the same where like anything I did was fun. But in my head, real fun started when I poured my first glass of wine. And I missed out on so much because of that. I missed out on even if I did something, I missed out on really fully being present for it and enjoying it fully. And like just being able to wake up and appreciate a summer morning. It's like what I said when I talked about the concert in the beginning, like waking up, making a coffee, sitting outside with the birds chirping and total sober peace of mind. I even remember like last summer, some days I would start off the morning with a coffee, like play some guitar, go hang by the pool, go for a swim. Like our time is all ours in the summer when we're sober. And there's so much we can do to fully enjoy that and embrace that and take advantage of that. And like, you know, I'm not a sporty person, but if you are, there are so many different activities. You could go play some beach volleyball. You could join a sports team. You could get outside and get active. You could go on hikes. You can do all the things that you probably didn't or couldn't do in your drinking days because you were either prioritizing drinking or hungover. And that's what it comes down to. It's about priorities. Like in the summer and just in life in general, when I was a drinker, drinking was my priority because it's in my head was how I had fun. It was how I relaxed. It was how I connected with people. It was what I looked forward to. And so it was my priority. And with that huge huge time and energy suck out of the way I get to decide my own priorities now and I get to schedule my time accordingly and wake up early and get outside if I want to do that or or chill but enjoy chilling because I'm not hung over um, so that's really really what I want to say to you about sober summers is that as much as they're challenging and I get that because I've definitely experienced it it's also kind of the best time to be sober and all we need in order to be able to appreciate that we have to experience those feelings of it being triggering at first and that's okay like the only way through it is to actually go through it 
think of these feelings as like sitting with these uncomfortable feelings as just the little like stepping stones that you have to get through to get to a place where you're going to be like oh my god it's summer I'm fully present for it I'm not hungover. I'm doing so many fun things I'm getting my fun and my joy in life from like living my life rather than from alcohol (laughs) like which is just so ironic because alcohol was so you know soul sucking um so it's all okay like the only way through it is through it And even if it feels really hard, that's okay because change is hard and firsts are hard. But there is not a single hard thing that I've gotten through in sobriety that hasn't been worth it on the other side of it. So if the warm weather and this like beginning of summer is bringing up some feelings for you, if it's making you romanticize drinking, if it's making you really crave a drink, just remember that that is because it's a first You don't have the experience yet to go off of of a sober summer, but you will. And you can survive those feelings of discomfort that come up because they're going to pay off so, so hugely. By the time the next summer rolls around, then you're going to have that to go off of. You're going to have that experience to go off of. Right now, you just don't. And that's okay because you're going to do this. You can do this even if it feels hard. And even if it does, even if there are hard moments this summer, especially towards the beginning of it, there's still going to be so many moments sprinkled throughout of like so much gratitude, of feeling really proud of yourself, of noticing all the differences, noticing like, wow, I'm actually present for this. Wow, I'm able to wake up and enjoy these plans I have today because I'm not hungover. Um, And it's going to be really, really worth it and just Don't beat yourself up if you have hard moments. That was something I even had to remind myself of um, at the concert over the weekend because I could have easily been like, oh my God, what the hell? I'm two and a half years sober. I shouldn't be having a moment like this. But that's not real life. That's not how progress works. Um, And it's okay if those feelings resurface sometimes because we can't control the thoughts that are going to come in, what we can control is what we're going to do with them. And they have no power over us as long as we decide not to act on them. So I promise you, like now, going into my third sober summer, I'm so freaking excited for it. I've been nothing but excited for summer. I have so many plans that I'm excited about. It's going to be a busy one, but I know that I'm going to be able to enjoy all of it. I'm not going to have a ton of drunk regrets by the end of it. And that's the best feeling. So I'm cheering you on. You can do this. You're going to make incredible memories that you'll actually be able to remember. Like sober summer memories are just the best. And if you do want some extra support to get through the sober summer, you can join my sober community, my support group. It's called the Happiest Sober Hub. We meet twice weekly on Zoom. It's such an amazing group of people on there. Um, So if you feel like you need that little extra bit of support, I've linked um, sign up in the show notes of this podcast. And you can always go as well to my Instagram page at Happiest Sober um, to the link in my bio and find the sign up there. Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope this little pep talk was helpful for you. I promise you that staying sober through the summer, you're setting yourself up to have the most amazing summer, even if some challenges come along with that. Um, But you can absolutely do this. If you enjoyed this episode, then feel free to share it with a friend or share it on social media. Follow me on Instagram at Happiest Sober and at Happiest Sober Podcast and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at happiestsober.com. And of course, if you're enjoying the show, then please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so I'll chat with you next 
next week. I hope you have the best week. Remember that life's happiest when you're sober and summer is happiest when you're sober. Bye. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.